0: Following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM.
1: Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5 here in the West Midlands and 105.1 if you're listening in from Luton and down south in Milton Keynes. Welcome to a lovely session we're going to prepare or we have prepared for you this evening, indeed. I'm so looking forward to today because I've already been with our guest this morning. And I've had a lovely session and I feel that it's so important for all our parents that are tuned in, all our listeners to be able to benefit from today's session, inshallah, whether you are working in at work and on your way home or you're working from home and you're tuned in or you're catching up on this as a later stage. This is something you need to, to learn, to listen to, to understand. So that you will be able to look after yourself over the holidays, uh, give yourself a welcome break, a little bit of exercise. But not just that, actually will help you when you go back to the workplace as well of what can you be doing in the workplace to keep you healthy and safe sitting at your desk. So oh, you're wondering probably, what am I going to say now? Who am I going to introduce? Well, her name is Sophia. As I hope I got that pronounced that right, inshallah. And she is a Pilates teacher and a black belt in taekwondo. So you don't want to mess around with her <laughs> in any way. But what we had this morning for our team meeting as we were winding down into the holidays was a wonderful lesson on how to uh, exercise, whether we're sitting at the desk or whether we're able to stand close to the desk to keep our circulation our body going our joints moving our muscles moving that we often forget about and i know i'm often sitting in this chair here and i'm sitting here for hours and then when i get up i can't even walk my legs are stiff and i'm not able to walk so we want to go over that with you and so this is why i'm really invited uh, looking forward to this and i think sophie if you don't mind uh, we'll first probably talk a little bit about you and then talk about the, the, the things from the beginning because I loved today when you were doing the finger moves and things like this up to, to then to the bigger movements because we, we all forget about, about these things. So let me introduce Sophia and welcome her to the, the, the show this evening. I, I hope you've had a good day Sophia.
0: Thank you. Good evening everybody. I hope everybody's healthy and, and comfortable. Um, yes I had uh, well a, quite a busy day. <laughs> It's, as you know, spending a lot of time in my car driving children here and there to various uh, lessons. And so, yes, moving is very, very important because we do spend a lot of time uh, sitting down and my Fitbit doesn't doesn't lie. Unfortunately, I wish it did, but Mm. I can definitely see very quickly. It's a very useful little tool, you know, these little trackers to tell you. And to remind you, you've not moved for the last hour or, you know, you've got so many minutes to move, you're
1: 250 steps. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it, it is. It, they are good reminders because we do forget. And I know, and probably I'm not the only one. We have to do reports. We have to do, respond to emails. And the next thing you look, oh, two hours have gone. Three hours have gone. I've often actually said three hours. Then you, and I think in lockdown as well, it's even harder because we have, Back to back meetings. So e- if you were in the office, you would be standing up, you would be going somewhere, or you may be driving to a meeting and driving back. So you'd be moving to from one place from and the other. But often at home, you're just, it's one thing after the other, after the other. It's just so busy. And all the joints do get stiff yes. and <laughs> they just <Yes>. together. <laughs> Yeah, the joints are really, uh, they they
0: really need a lot of of our input to work properly. They need oxygen. They need, you know, the the sign of the fluid inside needs to be moving, needs to be refreshed, you know, from, you know, with fresh oxygen, fresh blood. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, you know, we know that we we get stiff if we don't move, but this is really the idea is like really sending it constantly fresh, a fresh renewal of, of good nutrients to uh, to to move. And also the other problem is that that would be so the, the more kind of uh, immediate effect is that, oh, you, you know, you're a bit stiff, but the, the long term effects of not moving enough uh, or sitting down too much is that you then uh, set your muscles and your joints into a particular position and it gets harder and harder as you grow older to get out of that. Bad position so for instance if you're sitting down a lot the front muscles and ligaments of your legs that hit you know linking your legs to your hips will shorten mm. uh, The back muscles in your bum your glutes and the lower back muscles will lengthen and get weaker and then the other problem is that we don't use our, our core muscles a sort of postural muscle the deep muscles that hold us together hold our trunk upwards and strong and in a good position then they're not used a lot either because generally when we sit in a chair we just kind of relax everything our stomach is relaxed there's no there's no real engagement from much of the rest of, of that, the, that part of the body to hold us because we're using the back of the chair etc so then we start moving and we then re- ask the wrong muscles to hold us together because the other ones are just too asleep or too, 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 too weak now to do anything. So that's when we start getting back problems because we're using the muscles that are supposed to just keep us moving, bending backwards, go, going you know forward or sideways. We ask them to also be the scaffolding to hold us upright. And they're not meant for this. They're like, it's like asking uh, Usain Bolt to run 5,000 K and asking Mo Farah to run a hundred. They're not designed the same way. They are, as you can see, physically, one is really tall and lean, long legs, and the other one is a lot shorter, stockier, with thick muscles, you know, for for, for the, the explosive work. So it, it really gives you a, a nice analogy that you understand that um, this is how we, what what we've been doing to our bodies, really, because of our our general lifestyle. But I'm I'm as guilty as everybody at the moment. I'm I'm on forced rest because I just, just went a little bit too strongly on some stretches at my taekwondo, just push myself and I really want to always you know progress, etc. And then you get a setback as you get an injury, so you've got to rest, but then you can move forward as well. So and you understand your body better as well when when it starts screaming at you, it's like you really just just actually don't let don't go as far letting you letting your body scream at you (laughs) if Mm. you start feeling niggles and stuff it just just try and preempt the the difficulties that are coming and and do things and i think um one of the things that i because i'm older i'm an older sort of came to sports as an older person i was already 40 uh when i started taekwondo from very little fitness background um I, I regret not being more careful about my my the the, the excellent machine I had <laughs> when I was younger, when I could repair more easily, when I had more stamina, when the whole machine was just working better, more smoothly. Uh, yeah, I felt like um, I, I've, I've missed an opportunity. So uh, it was great to see this morning with you. I had a lot of young ones, and I hope it kind of instilled a bit in
1: them that, oh, yes, I actually do need to be careful. Uh, because talking about journeys let's talk about your journey and how you came into this in the first place what inspired you to come into for i don't know which was first taekwondo or pilates or uh, yes well you converted actually as well to, to a taikando. yes yes it's uh, yes it's all
0: a process of uh, some can hear in my voice i'm french so uh, in the '90s mid 90s I came to London, the Eldorado for for French people uh, you know you, found, you you all dream of going to France and Paris, maybe not now anymore, but you know at on holidays. we all dream to go to the fancy london um, so I, um, I worked there in public relations and uh, after a few years, I discovered Islam for various reasons just a general dis- disenchantment with um life uh and well no social but like social interactions with people uh and the situation was all around me and um i dug deeper it was a process that I started when i was 14 trying to understand different religions and philosophies and led me to islam through friends and so i became a muslim then and then in 99 uh, sorry 97 97 got married in 99 and started having a family alhamdulillah so uh, that all went quite well, kept me really, really busy. One child, second child, a little bit of a gap, third and fourth. And so I reached the age of like 38 with my fourth one. Um always tried to manage my weight in between the pregnancies because I didn't want to be ballooning out. Um, but in terms of exercise, virtually zero. I mean, it's just I would have had the time. Um, I started again. When my youngest child was four, this when I felt like I had a little bit more free time also I'm homeschooling so that really I was busy all day long. I really did not have any time for myself uh from the moment I was waking up to the evening it was all about the children so when he was about four um I felt like the other ones were um eleven, the oldest was eleven youngest four so I felt like. I could relax a little bit. I knew they were old enough to just ent- entertain themselves and, and not be too demanding with their dad, and that I could leave them uh, for an hour. I had, um, so I started doing belly dancing. Mm-hmm. I just needed something fun, but it was already with this idea of doing something that would make me feel stronger uh, physically, because motherhood really, really. Uh, uh, drains you but uh, also marks your body in many many different ways and I needed something that really would work on my core and pelvic floor mm. uh, so belly dance it was a fun way of doing this so I did that for a while it wasn't easy because my daughter would scream when I was leaving the house and I would come back the house would be like a big mess and it was a bomb site with um and sorry, not the bomb It was uh, it was uh, 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 a me time <laughs> rewarded by. You know, it looked like a really a, um, a bit of um, uh, uh, punishment at the end, really. But uh, I, I held on. Um, the children started. The older boys started taekwondo roughly at the same time, um, just as a children's class. And there was always somewhere in the back of my mind that said I wanted to do. Uh, martial arts years and years and years ago and just never materialized but i was always admiring the black belts and the different types of black of, of, of martial arts i could see or if there's someone if i met someone who was in martial arts i would always be wow this is like my dream and mm-hmm. uh, so the children um started and it was a little bit like you know when uh, the parents was like oh this is something I didn't have in my childhood so you're gonna have it (laughs) instead of me so they did it very compliant children they went for it and uh, and went through the 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 different gradings and I just kept on set of just like drooling over what they were doing thinking I'd love to do that I just fell in love with that sitting watching them and so I um were uh, other moms with me uh muslim non-muslim moms uh, and i said would you join a class if we set something up just for women and so the daughter of uh, our uh our coach agreed to uh, start teaching us just a, a ladies class and i just it was obvious very quickly that um you know without boasting that i was um i was I was quite good at it and i was picking up things quite quickly not necessarily the fighting side of things but the technical side of things the the, the patterns that we have to learn etc and um, i went through, started going through the grades as well myself and so with one of the other moms we decided just one or two classes a week with the ladies is not enough for me i need to join the main class with the children and the other the mix groups the other adults mm-hmm. That we're doing it for a while and I and the rest is history as they say I've been doing I, I've done fighting competitions I've won gold yes I did mm-hmm. uh, I'm a Scottish champion <laughs> a veteran uh in both uh, technical and fighting uh, uh Scottish Open, English Open, British Open uh, I've won quite a few golds there as well um, we organize our own competitions here in Manchester and uh, that's that's really uh, that's really in a nutshell. And now I've achieved my black belt a year and a half ago. I've just achieved my second dan, and then hopefully I'll be passing on my knowledge to others. I hope at some point. Yeah. So what happened? Mm-hmm. The artist thing is when um, we were doing this ladies' classes. In parallel, throughout when I was start, start when I joined the main class as well, I'm doing competitions and obviously I was having injuries. And I could see the other older moms getting injured for other reasons or problem with this or problem with that. I thought I really would love to uh, to learn to help them and help myself understand the body better and get something that really strengthens our you know our core. And I just thought, hold on a minute, that's Pilates. I've never done it before. <laughs> just knew about it so i went to classes and i thought yeah that's definitely what we need so i just enrolled in a course over a year and i got qualified in 2017 and i've been teaching uh, ever since so three and a half
1: years uh with with great pleasure and yeah So good how they're married together and i think any of our listeners if you want to ring in listeners our number is 0121 double seven two double eight nine two please do join in, in the conversation we'd love to hear from you and maybe if you have any questions that you'd like to either either enroll your children or yourself in taekwondo or any form of martial arts this is your opportunity to ask those questions this evening because it's so important i think i feel from a mom who had my children i had three children enrolled in in karate and Two of them went up to Black Belt before we moved. But unfortunately, when we moved house, they never regained it again or never joined up again. They moved into scouting and went on that way, indeed, and started forming scouts. Which I think is a great foundation for uh, people, especially for girls to have those self-defense skills. I know when they went off to university, I felt more relaxed knowing that they're able to defend themselves. If somebody comes from behind, their reactions... Are much quicker than the normal person, so they know what to do, and um, so it, it is really good good tools to have, and all of our children should have these tools really and lovely discipline as well that comes with it, and and respect, and the uniform is very Islamic. In, in Absolutely,
0: <laughs> this is the this is the thing that uh, that really um, made it totally e- you know easy for me with a hijab. Um, I've got like a tight. You don't have to have a fancy sport hijab; just something that stays on your head and that you're comfortable with, and you can sweat in easily. Mm. Uh, the 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 martial arts suits are generally fairly loose and and, and comfortable, and then you just choose your right uh, place to do that. Some clubs are more welcoming than others, like anywhere. But there was um beyond the um uh all of the things we know about martial arts, how beneficial it is for children, their balance, etc. as you said, it's very, very, very true. I find as well, it taught them resilience and it told them, I mean, one of the, um, uh, well, there's, there's five tenets in Taekwondo, uh, courtesy, integrity, uh, self-control, indomitable spirit, um, and perseverance. And, and really what i found was the perseverance when it gets tough when you get bored when you plateau continue just continue and even actually my four children did it the two eldest reached sort of middle level and my my daughter my third one my daughter and they stopped when they were 12 they kind of reached a point where like i'm not listening to mom anymore i'm doing my own things mm-hmm. And then my daughter stopped maybe a year or two after she was ten, and she was just bored, and she didn't like it and da, da, da. and so and the youngest one had never actually did it very much; it was really not his thing, and because it was the latest one last one, we kind of naturally a little bit you know i don't know less pushy I don't know you can tell me about it, but um uh I continued, I thought this is my thing i love it i love it for myself when i go through the doors of the of my dojang the the training hall i forget it's just a natural process i don't even do it consciously i go through the door i am and I, i i do my little bow to my instructor and to the the hall to say okay i'm ready now to start and i'm going to respect everybody i uh forget that i'm a mom that i'm a wife that I'm a nurse, a taxi driver, everything, a counsellor, a cook, everything. I am just a student and I do this for myself, no one else. But the underlying message that you give is I've not given up Mm -hmm. and it's painful, it's tiring, I, I just want to sleep now. Oh, I'm not making any progress. Oh, I'm not managing to get that technique right, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not as fast as I want to be, et cetera. No, I'm going to continue. I'm not going to give up. And the children see that. They see you learn something. They see you go through the pain. They see you go through your doubts and your annoyance and your you know, your, your disappointments. You lose that competition, things like this. And... Um, and, they, and they, learn, they, they, they see that and they they children just just observe what you do and they do what you do. So eventually, uh, my daughter actually realized she was a bit bored. It was just a stage. She was kind of, oh, I'm a bit bored. I'd like to do something. She was doing horse riding. But what else could I do apart from the lessons, you know, the, the academic stuff? And I said, well taekwondo is here you know it's you can it's open you can come back whenever and when she went beyond as a very shy and everything oh i'm good i've forgotten everything and but when she went just over that little uh worry and went because i had kept that connection with the club mm-hmm. i she was still coming with me to watch competition she was still part of the thing when she was ready to come back she could come back really really easily and now she's like she's 15 she's just taken a black belt and she's really uh really proud of her achievement very uh and my eldest son who's 19 seven years later i've come back as well wow, wow. some say if it's right there are people will mm-hmm. uh they but then when they're a bit older they take it as their own they take ownership of it so sometimes if your children are like whining and moaning you have to kind of figure out is it really just a whine because it's about period because of this because of they're tired because other stresses but they still do like it then push them encourage them definitely because they will need that the moaning with you so they get that pull that push from you to get over the that moment but if you reach a point like I did where um would be like on the floor crying I hate it Mm -hmm. You have to hear that. You've got to kind of forget that you love this so much, but it's also about them. They also have to choose it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. You have to let go
0: and pray and hopefully (laughs) see how beneficial and great it is. And some of them did, so I'm really happy.
1: What is a great journey indeed. We have about five minutes, before we're going to break. And I do want to uh, start off with informing our listeners about how they can do some exercises at home sitting down, either if it's in their home office or in their uh, workplace at home or in their office at work, and what should we be doing? Now, I think we we can definitely continue this after the break, but if we could start with some things, because uh, as I mentioned earlier on, when you were talking this morning and doing the finger movement, I was thinking afterwards, you know, we have so many people that suffer with carpal tunnel problems and issues because of being typing all day and, doing this work they never actually think of doing finger exercises or wrist exercises or this so maybe we can start there and then move onwards then to what everything else we're doing after the break because we probably won't finish everything uh, even the hand before the, we're going to break so what advice would you give to to people like this everybody typing we're all typing away so quickly in our keyboards and uh we probably don't even have in you know, have the right position for our hands to be doing it or the right in the right level, even yeah, what, yeah. What what should we be doing? If we just want to talk about just
0: just the use of the hands, then um what you have to realise is that your muscles go all the way along your arm, behind your elbows, then they're taken over by other muscles behind the arm and all the way to the shoulder. So how you are with your wrist is going to affect all the way to your shoulder and the back of your neck. So you can start to just um, just relax that upper, upper body. But if you want just to start with the fingers, you just have to really expand your fingers like you're really, really out. You push all of your fingers out and forward like, a, like, a, like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to express it, but basically every, as far as you can, you really push hard. And then you slowly put them back together and then you roll them, starting with the top knuckles, the nails, just kind of fold them over, and then those nails fold over into the hand to make a really tight fist. And you put wrap your 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 thumb over your 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 bent fingers. Yeah. And you really squeeze hard and then you can again stretch your fingers and then again some people have the uh, sort of stretch um uh stress balls you know they're sort of soft mm-hmm. and you just squeeze them that's really good you can use that so when you do that you do this a few times really kind of stretch you can feel your muscles actually in your forearm working just doing this because the digital longest go quite goes quite high into your forearm and then when when you're finished with that, you can just hold your wrist, your right wrist with your left hand and you gently rotate your wrist. but really try and go to the ed- end of your um of your mobility of your um oh, movement your your, your, your movement uh, range, okay so don't just like rotate just really quickly to really, really slowly and then you can do the same with your elbow you just go forward and back with your elbow and then deep shoulder um stretches you just wrap your shoulder over in the front as if you wanted both shoulders to touch in your front and then you do the same going back squeezing your shoulder blades together as if you wanted them to touch so you're really relaxing all of those muscles behind uh, your shoulder and then you just drop your neck to the to chin to the to your chest and then you go behind you, drop your head back and then forward and back and then you
1: look left and right. So we're just into a commercial break, so we're going to have to come back to that after the commercial break. So please listeners, grab a pen and paper to jot down notes as we go and we'll come back after the commercial break. Please enjoy the break, inshallah and we'll see you in a few minutes.